0: Everybody, I'm Bob Walters. Welcome to the Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap Up. The Yankees lose their ninth straight as they can only muster up two hits against a bad Nationals team. The Braves cool off the Mets in Atlanta as they win three to two, stopping the Mets' win streak. And Aaron Rodgers to start on Saturday night against the Giants. Coming up next on the Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap Up. what's up everybody i'm bob walters thanks for tuning in um quick program note here uh i just finished an interview earlier today with tim brown author tim brown uh it's going to air on our friday show this week and just uh, a quick note it's an excellent it's an excellent interview uh it's about his new new book which is right over my right shoulder here above the locked up sports sign it is the tau of the backup catcher he wrote it with eric kratz a a Prototypical backup catcher, a career backup catcher, you know journeyman in the majors um, he's got some great stories it's', a, it's you're going to want you're going to want to see it you're going to want to hear it you're going to want to check it out it'll be out Friday with the new episode, so make sure you check that out uh, as far as tonight goes it was meeting the Yankees lost a meaningless game, but uh, listen they they were terrible two hits they 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 got tonight against. The Nationals, who are not a good team, they've lost nine straight. It's their longest losing streak since 1982. That's 41 years. This is the worst Yankee team in a long time. They are they are setting all kinds of records. They're not going to finish 500. So they're going to, for the first time in three decades, they're going to finish under 500, which, you know, nobody's crying and feeling bad for you, Yankee fans, because welcome to the rest of the world. We all finish under 500 many, many times, most times, to be honest with you. But for the Yankees, this is a new thing. And listen, they're now bringing it up. They brought up the kid today. They brought up uh, Everson Pereira. He is. He was their number seven pick a couple of years ago. He's finally now made it to the big leagues. It, that was that was it. That was the attraction for tonight. The, other than that, there's no reason anybody would want to watch, sit and watch, or or go to a Nationals-Yankees game. You got two teams that are going nowhere. Two teams that. Are bad teams. The Yankees are god awful the last two weeks. The Yankees have not led, have not led in a game since m- last Monday, in the g- uh, first game of the series against Atlanta. That's the last time the Yankees had a lead in a game. So they lost five, uh, two to one tonight. Judge was up with the two outs, so, you know, with the, with the in the in the ninth inning with the game on the line. He struck out. Um... The kid had a chance to come up to come up, be the hero after a two out walk. He ended up grounding out on a nice play at third. But yeah, listen, the Yankees are a bad team. That that's all there is to it. They're a bad baseball team. And they are now ten and a half games out. You can forget about the wild card. Listen, forget about the playoffs, forget about the wild card. That's not happening. They they're ten and a half out. Um there was some good games tonight though. The Seattle Mariners are this week's now red hot team. Last week it was the Dodgers; they won ten or eleven in a row. Now you got the Mariners who are making a huge push. They've won their eighth straight game tonight. They're now only a game and a half out in that AL West. You got the Mariners, the Dodgers—I'm sorry, the Mariners, the Texas Rangers, and the Houston Astros—all right there, bunched up within a game and a half of each other. So that's going to be a big race. I just watched the Texas Rangers lose 6-3. to They were down 6-1. They made a push to come back. They had the tying runs on base in the 8th and ninth inning. Couldn't get them around. They lost to the Diamondbacks. Big win for the Diamondbacks. Big loss for the Rangers. Now, imagine the Rangers somehow don't make the playoffs after everything they did. They got Scherzer. They got a boatload of money. And they're in danger now. They could miss the playoffs. They haven't been playing well lately. The like I said, the Mariners are surging eight in a row. That's that's an interesting division. Um, the Dodgers have cooled off a bit. They lost again tonight. The Phillies with a big win tonight. So a whole lot going on across the baseball landscape. Just not in our neck of the woods because <laughs> over here it's it's nothing it's nothing to write home about. The Mets uh, again. I hear people talking about you know the Mets have won coming into tonight. They won seven out of ten and. They were six and a half out of the wild card and people still, oh, well, you know, we got a chance. And I know it's it, it's it's kind of hard to comprehend because they're only six and a half back with 30 something games left. Right. So you say, uh, how is that not possible? Well, first of all, you're eight games under 500 now nine, So you can't even begin to even discuss the playoffs until you hit 500. So that that right there. Knocks you out from from even talking about it. Second of all, they got four teams to jump. These teams, you need all four of the teams to lose to pick up games, and just for that to happen, you know, six seven times every team lose. It, it's just when you win, it's not going to happen, and the Mets aren't going to win as many games. What's going on with the Mets is after they have the the sell off at the trade deadline, the players. They listen. They hear the the chatter. They hear the media. You hear it on uh, Sports Talk Radio. It's in the papers. It's on the news. Mets throw up the white flag. Mets have given up. It's all about next year. It's about the future, this and that. They hear that. And they went into a slump. They lost basically every game for almost two weeks after the trade deadline. And now they've kind of leveled it off. So they they played a little better. They're not that bad. They, They were playing, you know, Oakland A's bad. For the for two weeks after the trade deadline so and now they've kind of leveled it off they, they came back they they played well after that embarrassment at City field with the with the Braves they went into Atlanta they won a game they won seven out of ten tonight they lost you had Vogel back at another home run, his 11th and he's making a push I don't want to see Vogel back on this team next year and it kind of sucks because he's making a push and he's playing he's actually hitting the ball recently and he's hitting the ball out of the park recently. I just, I have a feeling they're going to keep them. To be honest with you, on this team, I don't think. I think that this winning streak that they have is is actually really going to screw them because because they went over the luxury tax with their salary. If they finish in, if they finish in the top six worst records in baseball, they will keep their draft pick. If they finish seven or below with the worst record in baseball. They will drop 10 spots. And because of this win streak, they're not going to finish it in the, in the bottom six. So what they're really doing here is not doing anything towards going to the playoffs or anything like that. They really cost themselves 10 spots in the draft. And it's baseball. It's not football basketball where it's a little different, it, you know, 10 spots. But 10 spots is 10 spots. When you're talking 5 or 15, we are talking 7 or 17, that's a big deal. And it's a it's a difference in quality of player. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how the Mets finish out. Right now, they're better than the Yankees. You know, right now, you know, the Yankee fans sitting at home, we we may never win another game. This is god-awful. How are you going to keep Boone? How are you going to keep Cashman? Why'd they come out and say Cashman was safe? Why'd they let that leak out when the bottom has fallen out and we want him gone, is what the Yankee fan is saying. You got to just kind of, you know, calm down a little bit. First of all, the, the manager... It's not Boone's fault. It's not Boone's fault that this team is bad. You know, it's not Boone's fault that Judge got hurt, went out. It's not Boone's fault that Severino can't get anybody out in the first inning, and he's pitching tomorrow afternoon. So good luck with that. You look at just staring ten, ten straight losses right in the face. It's not Boone's fault. You know, does he make bad decisions? Not really. Does he put out the lineup? He doesn't even really put out the lineup. That's a, a collaboration with 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 Cashman and with his guys and the analytics guys. So to blame Boone, it's really just having a fall guy here. Cashman, I think Cashman should go just because I think it's just, it's been too long. I mean, the guy's been here, what, 20, 25 years. Let's get some new blood in here. And I get it. He's going to have a job right away. He's he's a possible Hall of Fame candidate. He's one of the better general managers in the game. But, I mean, enough is enough, right? And if Cashman goes, then Boone is going to have to go with him. I mean, that that's just that's how it should be. They should be tied at the hip. If if a GM go in any sport, if a GM goes and he hired the manager, he's got to go. The manager's got to go. And if they, it should be vice versa. Sometimes they'll let the GM hire a second manager. But now, now we're with 25 years with Cashman. Let's let's be real. You know, it's time for a change. It's time for a change. And I don't know how the Yankees are going to get better next year. You know, are they going to throw money around? Are they going to go after Otani? The Judge contract is now, I mean, that's going to look like the Stanton contract in a couple years. All these long-term contracts are. Judge isn't young. Judge is, what, is he 30 years old? He's 30 years old. You're looking at another nine year eight years, nine years. hes He's injury prone. You know he's injury prone. The only time he didn't get injured was last year in his contract year. Now, this was a little bit of a freak injury with the foot and whatnot, but this contract, you, what you're looking at with Stanton, who's terrible, is what judge's contract and what judge is going to look like six years down the road and you're still going to be three, four years on the hook for that. So you want a judge. You want, everybody wants to give these long contracts. You give them, and it's great. Yeah, and you know what? It's going to look the same with Otani. Someone's going to give Otani 10, 12 years next year. And the last two, three, four years possibly of that contract isn't going to look good either. Because you never be time. And I don't care who you are. When you're 36, 38, you're not the same as you were when you're 31, 32. And they're going to be paying Judge a boatload of money. They're not going to be able to get rid of that contract. Did he have a good year? Look, he had a good year this year. But when did the bottom fall out of this Yankees season? When he, went on, when he went on the shelf. And they kind of steadied it a little bit. But the flaws in this team came to the surface and they ended up winning out because Severino and how they're running Severino out there. I know at this point it's, it's pointless, it's meaningless, it really doesn't matter, win, lose, whatever. But to run Severino out there again, I mean, what are you doing? What are you, what, what are you doing? What is the point of having Luis Severino pitch tomorrow's game? I mean, maybe. what does he get his confidence back? He's going against the Nationals because the, nobody else can hit. Everybody hits Severino. Everybody. And they hit him early, and they hit him often, and they score runs. That first inning, he's, one, he's the worst first inning pitcher this year than I've ever seen. It's it's outrageous, and the fact that they they continue to run him out even after they tried the okay it's the first inning we'll try the starter, maybe it's a mental thing, and he went he went out there in the second inning and he gave up three runs before he got an out. So you you know you could take it to the bank head over to your FanDuel app and and, and you could bet over, over probably or run and a half or whatever it is in the first inning you could bet the over. Well, you could better run. We'll definitely be scored in the first inning because they have that bet, too, and you you, you could take it to the bank. Because he just he's given up. I think it was 29 runs in the first inning. I mean, listen, the Yankees are a bad team. It's not going to be a pretty September, and I, I think they're going to keep Cashman, and I think they could keep Boone too. Now, I I don't think it really matters because who are you going to hire? Like, let's say okay, let's say you want to get rid of Cashman which I know the majority of you Yankee fans do, you look, give it of Cashman, give it of Boone, right, because they're terrible. They're the reason. Who are you going to hire? You know, unless, unless you're getting like, uh, you know, Don Mattingly, which I don't see that happening. There's not many people out there. Who are you going to get? And who's going to be your general manager? If you're not bringing in Theo Epstein, then Cashman's probably your better option. But I do get why they want Cashman gone. Because I I think Cashman should go too. I think I think it's just been too long. It's 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 just enough. I mean it's enough. And don't get me wrong, he's had a great run. The Yankees win the ALCS, you know, last year. But this year, it it and it's going to get ugly. Watch you watch. It's going to get ugly because this team is not going to start winning games. They will eventually win a game. They might even put together two or three or three or four in a row. But they're, they're going to finish with a losing record. They are now five games under 500. They are 10.5 out of the wild card. The Mets are in much better shape. You know, the Mets who tore it down at the trade deadline a couple of weeks ago, bare bones, got rid of anything and everything that wasn't nailed down. And the Mets, who have won now 7 of 11, are in much better shape than the Yankees. One because they have a farm system now, or they got you know they got some players down there. Acuna is is I can't wait to see Acuna come up. Whether it be next year, it's got to be next year. I think it'll be probably mid to late next year. They got to get some pitching. I don't want Severino. I've heard that bantered about that that maybe they'll get Severino in here. Listen, give him a second chance. Don't don't waste your time. I don't think Severino is 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 fixable. He's just, he, I don't know, he's not tipping his pitches. He's just all over the plate, and he's just getting crushed. And he's lost all of his confidence. You could tell by what he says. I mean, he came out, and he's like, I'm the worst pitcher in baseball. He's like, he has zero confidence. How is he going to turn this around? I guess that's why they're throwing him out there tomorrow, but, but don't expect him to turn it around. So that's what's going on with the baseball around here. Around the country, like I said, the Seattle's won eight in a row. That's a that's a very interesting story. The AL West is a very intriguing division right now because you got those three teams. Two of the teams made big pushes at the deadline: the Astros and the Texas Rangers. And one of them isn't going to make the playoffs because if you look at the wild card, you got. Let's see. You got the Mariners and the Astros right there. They're both in the second and third wild card. I don't see both of them keeping it. You got the Rays in the first wild card. They lost their best player last week. He's not coming back. I mean, you know that. I I could be wrong. I'm not trying to convict them, but it doesn't look good. So are they going to fade now? They seem to have been playing a little bit better. They're seven and three in their last ten, so it's kind of energized them a little bit. But the fact that they are losing their best player in their shortstop is going to eventually catch up. And that's going to eventually pull them down. Do they? Then now, they're still playing off that 14-game, 13-game win streak they had to start the season. And they've kind of clung on to that lead, and they are clinging on to it now. They still have a four-and-a-half-game lead that keeps them in the playoffs. So Tampa is okay. The Phillies had a big win tonight, a walk-off win, two runs in the ninth inning. They beat the Giants, and the Giants are fading a little bit as well. Last week, it was the Dodgers with a big team. They won 11 in a row. The Dodgers, I don't think, are going to look back. The Dodgers are now, uh, let's see, in the West. The Dodgers are, are 11 and a half up on Arizona. So that division's over. And the Dodgers made sure of it. They they just had a huge surge. They're 8-2 in their last 10. They a, they, that's on the heels of an 11-game win streak. The Dodgers are in good shape. They're going to win that division. The Cubs, the Brewers, and the Reds in the NL Central is another good race. The Brewers have the lead, 3.5 over the Cubs. The Reds are four back. So the Cubs and the Reds are battling right there. But the Brewers could... They could lose a couple games here, and all it's going to take is a couple games, and you got the upstart Reds and Chicago Cubs, who kind of went, went for it at the deadline, who I was against going for it at the deadline. They played better. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10. Cincinnati's kind of faded a little bit here in the past month. You know, nobody expects Cincinnati was the upstart surprise team, right? Everybody, where did Cincinnati come from? There, had that, that 12-game win streak. 10, 11, 12-game win streak in the middle of the season. That kind of propelled them into first place. And since then, they've been just kind of fading slowly. Now, there are they are a half game out of the wild card. They're four games out of the division. The Reds held on to that wild card for a long time, until a couple of days ago. And now they are a half game out. So they're, they're going to have to right the ship, and they're going to have to right it fast. We'll see what happens there. Um, other divisions, of course, the NL East, the Braves have it. The NL West we talked about. The Central, the Twins still, ha- still in control. They still have a five-game lead over the Guardians, who had a big win tonight. And then you got the Tigers, way out. White Sox, Royals, obviously all three of them, nowhere to be found. The Yankees division, the Orioles still with a two-game lead. The Orioles have not played great lately. Six and four in their last ten, but they they are they're fading a little bit. So you got good races in almost all the divisions, basically except the NL East and the NL West. Those two divisions, though, the NL East was decided months ago, and the NL West was decided about three weeks ago when the Dodgers, you know, they were surging for a while, and then they topped it off with a 10-11 a game win streak, and that just kind of put Arizona to sleep and put the rest of that division to sleep. They will win the NL West. So... Like I said, not great baseball around here. No pennant races to speak of as far as the Mets. The Yankees go, it's just will they finish in last place. The Yankees have that 500, above 500 streak of over three decades going. That's looking not very good. I told you two weeks ago, I think, that you could put that to bed. But you know what? So what? So what? They, you're not gonna, no, Like I said, no one's crying for you. No one feels bad for Yankee fans. Some of them are still talking about the the playoffs. You're ten and a half games out. You could you could that ship has sailed a long time ago. NFL Jets and Giants this week, this Saturday, the final preseason game, and then we start the NFL season. The Giants on the September 10th Sunday night football. The Jets one of the two Monday night games against Buffalo. Monday night football to open the season. They play each other this weekend, Saturday. Uh, you know. Rodgers is gonna play that's the that's the big story there um a lot of people don't want him to play i said i probably wouldn't play him but it to be honest with you it's really not up to any of the coaches or anything this is rogers making the call he wants to play i can't really blame him sitting in training camp not getting hit not i i guess you know are you putting him at risk i guess you are but you can't wrap him in bubble wrap and you know just you can't baby him forever so he's gonna go out there. He's, you're not gonna see him like through the first half or anything. So if you're expecting, if you're going to the game or you're expecting anything like that, you better get there on time, because Rogers, I'd, I'd be shocked if he played more than two series. Shocked. And you know the Giants. The Giants are just kind of fine tuning everything. Um, Giants over under. I was pretty surprised at that the Vegas only has them at seven and a half. Now I had said that last year was a surprise. That they are still rebuilding, which they are, but seven and a half seems low. I think they they they'll still be contending for a playoff spot. I'm not putting them in the playoffs yet. I don't. I think they could make the playoffs. I think they just as easily could miss the playoffs. So I think for the Giants, they're going to be flying a little under the radar with the Jets being the big story. You know the, the Rodgers and and the Jets going for it and everything like that with all their acquisitions and their defense and everything the jets are going to be you know back pages consistently the giants can fly under the radar daniel jones is going to have to have a better year than last year i think he will they've added a lot of weapons i think he'll throw a bunch more touchdowns you're going to see him run the ball a little bit less and we'll see what they can get out of saquon who is playing for his future so i expect a big year from from barkley We'll see how it goes with the Giants. They're coming off of, obviously, the loss in the divisional round to the Eagles. But, I mean, it was a blowout loss. The game was over in the first quarter. But the week before that, they did have the impressive playoff win. Unexpected, out of, out of nowhere, the Giants last year. Went into Minnesota, beat the Vikings in the playoffs. So there's that going on. And like I said, this weekend, the the, the main attraction... Aaron Rodgers taking his first live game snaps for the Jets. I two series. If he plays two series, it might just be one. If he if he gets a couple first downs on that first series, there's no need to really put him in for the second series. But like I said, if you are if you're upset that he's playing, you don't think and now you're nervous, it's not really the it, Rodgers is making this call. Rodgers is making all the calls. There's also a lot of things about, about him talking about Zach Wilson, and he he'd like to do his two years, and and how he's mentoring Zach, and there's a great relationship. Listen, there's a great relationship between Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson because there's no threat to Aaron Rodgers from Zach Wilson. There, there's no way he his job is in jeopardy here. It's not like when he was coming up and, and Brett Favre was there. And it, listen, if Zach Wilson was knocking on on the door of starting this starting for this team. Aaron Rodgers would not have a great uh, relationship with him. You know, of course he'd like to play two years here, win a Super Bowl, walk off into the sunset, and then have Zach Wilson come up right behind him and win two more Super Bowls because he taught him how to to win football games. He's not going to teach him how to win football games. I don't think Zach Wilson is a good NFL quarterback. I don't think he has a future as a starting NFL quarterback. I think he could be a solid backup if he were to get, you know, he would still have to play better. The Jets released Strebler this weekend, this week. Strebler, as you remember, had the, the one drive, the magical drive that night um, in that loss, that Sunday night game. I forget who they played. But Strevler is now looking for employment. So, like we said, a lot of people last year were crazy calling uh, calling up these shows, telling them they wanted Strebler to start, that he's the future, maybe he could do it, give him a chance. It, the guy couldn't play the football. So, you know, I wish him well, but he's not an NFL quarterback. Tim Tebow was a better, much better NFL quarterback than Streffler was. So that pretty much does it. Once again, Mets lose. Mets tomorrow, day games. Mets and Yankees. I'm going to be heading over to the U.S. Open to watch some qualifying matches. I love the U.S. Open. U.S. Open uh, starts Monday. Friday, on top of the Tim Brown interview that I told you about earlier, we're going to try and get Frank Russo on, see if he can come on, give us a little preview of the U.S. Open. Like I said, it starts Monday. If you've never been out to the U.S. Open, make sure you get out there. It is a great time. It's expensive. It's going to be an expensive night if you go, but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's, it's, it's worth every bit. Whether you get a grounds pass and you go just for the day hopping around the courts to watch the matches, you get close views right on top of these athletes that are world-class athletes, or if you go to the prime time in Arthur Ashe Stadium, and that's a whole spectacle in itself, that's another great time. Like I said, it's expensive. It is. It's going to cost you money, but it, but it's something I highly recommend everybody does because it, it's a good time. And if you're a tennis fan like myself, then you're going to love it. You got Coco Gauff, an American who looks like she could be the favorite. The women's uh, side in all these majors has just been wide open. You got You got women coming out of nowhere winning major championships. This could be golf's time. I think she might, you know, she could. She she's not certainly not a guarantee. She could slip up. She could get tripped up by by somebody along the way, but she definitely has the talent, and it it seems to be lining up for her time to possibly win the U.S. Open. Um, on the men's side, you have Djokovic, who. Just won in Cincinnati, which is a, a big tournament, which is the the prep for the U.S. Open. It happens two weeks right before the U.S. Open. Djokovic won that tournament, so now he's coming into New York playing real well, playing good tennis. Does he have another U.S. Open in him? I'm, I'm, of course, I think he does. I, I, I mean, he's he's the greatest ever. Djokovic is the greatest ever. So it, that's another thing. If you haven't if you haven't seen Djokovic play. Get out there now because there's not going to be much more time to see him play. So that we will preview. We'll get into more detail on Friday. And like I said, Tim Brown, again, I, I taped the interview this morning. It, it's a great spot. You're not going to want to miss it. If you're a baseball fan, you're going to love it. He covered the Yankees, the, the Kobe and Shaq Lakers dynasty. He's he's the heads, uh baseball national baseball writer for Yahoo sports for 13 years. He's New York times, bestseller to it. He's a great guy, so you're not going to want to miss that this weekend. That pretty much does it for us here tonight. Um, thanks for watching, everybody. Mets tomorrow afternoon, Yankees, Severino. To get there early, because if you don't, it's going to be 6 nothing, <laughs> and they're going to be losing if you show up in the second inning. So that does it for me. Thanks for watching, everybody. I'm Bob Walters. We'll talk to you Friday, and that does it. Have a good night, everybody. See ya. If you enjoy the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports. Join our Facebook group, LockedUpSports, or on TikTok at LockedUpSportsShow. Now you can catch all the latest from LockedUpSports anytime.